0: Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of
1: Explain It Slowly.
0: Oh, well, you sound very excited.
1: I'm excited because today I get to talk about my favorite thing in the world, you.
0: Oh, you're going to talk about me? Yeah. That's nice. Well, but you're going to derail five, this. Five things that you like about me, I guess. Go. Uh,
1: you like food. <laughs> <laughs> we get to eat together. <laughs> I'm going to stop here. I offload food to you <laughs> when I can't finish. Oh, there's a number three. Um... <laughs> But you have a real topic, so let's digress no more.
0: (laughs) All right. so since this is uh, the holiday season, I figured maybe, you know, people might be coming into town, especially visiting family and such, and then, you know, you don't want to spend time eating at home all the time, so I figured maybe we can recommend some of our favorite places in LA, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah, like to that's, eat, that's <laughs> not, like, t- not like not like sightseeing or anything like that, just to eat.
1: Yeah, because that's the first thing that people like ask us whenever they're visiting town, Like, uh, even if they're like visiting for other reasons, but they're like, oh, what should, what should we check out? And I'm like, I don't know, I stay home all day. I don't have anything <laughs> in LA to check out. Uh, it's kind of boring as far as places go, uh, but as far as food goes, LA is top notch, has plenty of good food. Uh, So we figured we'd share favorite places to eat. Unfortunately, I think a lot of these places are going to be closed during the holidays.
0: Well, I I think they're probably going to be closed, like, maybe... Oh, true.
1: So bookmark your favorite places so that the next time you visit, (laughs) uh, during a different holiday, they'll be open.
0: I mean, they they might just be closed for, like, Christmas weekend and then New Year weekend. They might be open in between. Who knows? But it's nice to know, to have a list. That way, the next time you're in town, you can check it out
1: yep definitely so lynn start us off
0: uh before we do that i just want to say like uh we're in my office right now and the cats are not allowed in the office so they might meow in the background and if you hear the meowing like just ignore them
1: yeah, yeah. every time you hear a meow shh, tell us about it on twitter at <laughs> lynn and demi uh so that way uh we can know that you enjoy the meows
0: <laughs> enjoy <toward> the meows. <laughs> All right. So, uh what did did you ask me something?
1: I did. Where are we starting off? What's your what's one of your favorite places to eat in no particular order, definitely not related to sushi. <laughs>
0: uh I I guess um uh, I guess I'll start in the morning, right? Breakfast is a very important meal of the day, right? To get you energized and
1: pumped to start the day. To
0: start the day. Definitely that, not food coma. Yeah, Especially not food. Well, you could. I mean, if you eat too much. But yeah, I think I like to have dim sum. Dim sum is like one of those things where you don't have to eat a lot, but there's a variety mm-hmm. and you get to share with your family or your friends, you know. So there's this place that we uh, go to. It's called IXLB. Mm-hmm. It's a I think it's like a mom and pop shop. Yeah. And they unfortunately, it's not a dining. in place you have to order to go but the food is very good and it's made to order and they're busy all day so it's always fresh and they're open all
1: day so you don't have to be limited to morning times for dim sum you can definitely go there for to pick up dinner yeah uh, and bring it back home and enjoy it
0: yeah so this place is in uh hollywood i don't know where in hollywood is just in hollywood Uh, of course we'll i'll we'll leave like links and direct
1: sunset and bronson
0: something like that Uh, we'll leave like uh, references in the description for you all, but yeah, this place uh, we really like. Um, if you don't know what dim sum it is, it's like literally just dumplings, mm-hmm. mini dumplings, bite size usually. And the idea of dim sum is usually like you go as a family for brunch with your whole family, and you go to a restaurant. And dim sum is famous for the idea of like cart dim sum, mm-hmm. meaning you go to a restaurant, you sit down, and then you'll they will you'll usually see like uh waitresses or waiters pushing like these metal carts around the restaurant and often you have to wave them down if it's too busy or they'll come to your table And then they'll have, like, a variety of dishes in the cart that Mm -hmm. you can choose from.
1: And you're like, ah, wrong cart.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Often you don't know which cart has the food that you like.
1: So this version is better because there's a menu. They make it to order. And by the time you get home, it's still fresher than it was on the cart. Yeah. Um, So yeah this is it was surprising i didn't think i would enjoy this place so Mm -hmm. much because it's only takeout but the fact that they make it and they package it right away means that by the time you get home even for us who live like 30 40 minutes away um because hollywood is hard to get to and there's a mountain in between um it's quite delicious by the time you get home
0: yeah and it's still warm it's Mm -hmm. not you know and it's definitely not something that has to be eaten hot, like boiling hot. Mm-hmm. So it's actually pretty good. It's like the good. perfect temperature by the yeah. time you
1: get home and you're ready to enjoy it. Yeah. So if I don't want to go to Hollywood, um, there is a different place uh, in uh, Studio, Studio City um, on Laurel Canyon in Ventura called uh, Shanghai Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, and they recently just moved to this new location. They were like a block away. Uh, but this new location has a lot of parking. A lot of dine-in. And they also have dim sum all day, um, which is neat. The only downside is that their dim sum portion sizes are ginormous.
0: They're not (laughs) bite-sized. They
1: are American-sized. American with a capital M. Um, And I would say that's the only downside. Other than that, they're still good. Um, If you go as a group, it's even easier. It's hard for us because we're two people. So it's like one plate of dim sum and we're tapping out because they're big. Um, But their shrimp fried rice is... One of the best uh, fried rice's I've had in uh, in general, I'd say.
0: To me, to me, the fried rice is a little bit on the saltier side, Mm -hmm. but you love it, yeah, and you put extra soy sauce on it too. So, but I think overall, like the the food is really good, and it's not just dim sum that they have; they also have normal Chinese food. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and it's order it's uh, what is it?
1: Um, made to order. Made
0: to order. I was like something order yeah it's made to order so sometimes especially if you're going like during busy times you have to Mm -hmm. wait a little bit but it's it's good food Mm -hmm. yeah
1: so when you mentioned the morning uh i thought you were thinking of a very different place in mind um because in west hollywood on sunset there is a place that is famous for their ginormous pancakes Mm -hmm. so what is this magical place
0: it's called the griddle yeah there how did we even know about this place you took me when we yeah. were dating right? I heard or... about it
1: from the game grumps who did are we... also based in out in LA and they were talking about it on one episode well we married many years yet? ago uh yes
0: we yes. were married already See, yeah I don't even married. remember
1: it's been a long time since the first time we went but we've gone several times since uh, we generally like to limit it to once a year at most because you um,
0: definitely have a food coma after Oh, yes.
1: You are not going home to... You're not going to start your day at this point. You're going to shut down and sleep the rest of it because uh, their pancakes are roughly the size of a pizza. I, I would say like
0: at least 12 inches in diameter. Mm-hmm, that is least. one pancake. But and the thing is... And
1: an order of pancakes comes with... Three. Yeah, so they don't. Sure. Ins-
0: they, they, they don't, don't tell, tell you. you. <laughs> no, they don't.
1: Uh, they are waiting for you to just be surprised um so definitely just tell them like one pancake please you're gonna be stuffed off your one pancake yeah don't worry about it um if you go as a family still get one pancake you can share um yeah
0: and you can get other stuff their mm-hmm. french toast is really good i really like also the king size <laughs> but there's only two pieces though yeah and they use i think they use like brioche bread mm-hmm. so it's like really milky n- and buttery a and nice sluffy. thick slice of yeah. it yeah um
1: but yeah it's it's very good brunch i would say um definitely worth it for the the fun of it um but definitely also go early as soon as they like if you can be there right before they open to get in line you'll be seated right away and you'll have a good time if you get there an hour after they open there's gonna be a line around the block um and you're just gonna be waiting the whole time so
0: yeah they they're they are a very small restaurant so they don't have that many seats but Mm -hmm. from what we know we've gone i think around like eight o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. for two people it's probably like what 30 minutes wait max. Yeah. That we have waited for. So, if you go any later than that, like it might be a little bit longer, especially mm-hmm. if you go as a big group.
1: Yeah, forget about it.
0: they don't they don't have that many seatings. But uh parking I think it's convenient, right? Yeah. There's a Rite Aid next door and then you can use that Rite Aid parking lot. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, definitely definitely bring your family if you can all make it there before they open. If you're just going like two people, you can probably get a table. I think it's worth but-
0: it's worth giving it a try because it's mm-hmm. like you get to share this crazy pancake experience you know and yeah show off on social media that's what you like to do exactly yeah
1: um so talking about pancakes the sizes of pizza uh we have pizza Pizza. So we have a few favorite pizza places uh which your what's yours
0: pizza hut
1: pizza hut okay <laughs> moving on uh so my favorite pizza place is a place called mozza um it's uh out on La Brea and uh Melrose Highland, Highland and Melrose or La Brea and Melrose one of those two you'll I think they're right Kylan, next to each other so something like that you're not too far off um but
0: it's in Hollywood
1: it's in Hollywood and there's two restaurants there's Pizzeria Moza and then Moza Osteria or something um I've never been to that other one it's just fine dining kind of thing
0: yeah it's pasta uh but anything the, p- not pizza but
1: the pizza place is fine pizzaing um <laughs> pizza-ing,
0: fine pizza ink you're making up words now
1: i i totally am uh and they have really good pizza they're i would say they are uh meant to be personal but they can be like a bit too much food so most people just take the rest home but you're like encouraged to order one per person um and they have a lot of different uh bougie pizzas to choose from um definitely go for their caprese which is like a side of uh burrata mozzarella um served with this really really nice pesto that they make um and these oven dried um uh, tomatoes yeah they're not quite cherry tomatoes or in between cherry and like full grown but they're very very nice once they get dried up in the oven like that they the flavor boosts tremendously
0: yeah you're you're pretty much slow baking it at a very low temperature in the oven mm-hmm. for like four hours yeah and we do that all the time at home since we learn from them mm-hmm. and it's really we stole the good. recipe well they have a book they sell their own book in the restaurant if you want to expecting buy it.
1: no one to follow through with that but what did we do we didn't want to drive to hollywood that's what we did
0: yeah <laughs> it, it's yeah hollywood's a bit far from us so but yeah it's really good i mean and if you don't know what burrata is it's like It's like mozzarella cheese. It's the bougie
1: mozzarella. So yeah,
0: the inside it's like still gooey and milky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like the texture of like ricotta or like cottage cheese, Mm -hmm. that texture.
1: So as you cut into it, it like melts Mm -hmm. almost, but it's like still cold um, and fresh. So definitely recommend getting that. I personally get it. So that way I can take globs of that and put it on my pizza so I can get extra cheesy bites. I mean, you can always
0: just order more extra cheese on your pizza. Totally. The melted kind.
1: Yeah, but this is a different experience.
0: It's definitely very different because like melted cheese is very different from burrata cheese. Melting cheese
1: cheese that's cold.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Mm yeah. Very creamy. And the texture, exactly. Like the texture is very different from like a melted mozzarella over the heat. Yeah. Versus like a burrata, which is like very creamy on the inside. Mm
1: -hmm. So uh, yeah, definitely give that place a try. Uh, That said, it's in Hollywood um, and Hollywood is far away from us. So we pick other options when we don't feel like driving so far uh namely we found one recently called roberto's uh and this is in uh studio city it's at the sportsman's lodge
0: oh yeah so this sportsman's lodge used to be like a uh back in like the 50s i think it was open in the 50s Mm -hmm. and we only learn about this place recently too yeah but uh back in the 50s i think it was like a hotel with like indoor fishing and it was like a sport and like a lot of people would go and it was like a whole adventure weekend thing but it's no longer that. I think the hotel is still there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's being used. But recently, I think the past couple of years, they re-renovated the entire outdoor quad area. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of new restaurants there to check out now. Yeah. And Roberta is one of them. It's a, it's a, I, I would say like semi-gourmet, but... Uh, Down and, to earth. Da- but above like... Cardboard pizza. Yeah. You know? To
1: give you an idea of their personality, they left their skeletons up from Halloween and they put Santa hats on them. <laughs> um but yeah, I would say their pizza's really, really good. The sauce is very nice and sweet. The mm-hmm. cheese, there's a good amount of cheese on it. Uh the only semi downside is and this depends if you have acid reflux, I guess, uh is it's a little bit burnt, which is good for your acid reflux, and a little bitter tasting for everyone else.
0: I think it's a bit too burnt for me, the mm-hmm. crust. But so. the, the tomato sauce is very nice. Mm-hmm. I like the ma- tomato sauce and the cheese.
1: Yep. Um, and then we have one more place in, in Studio City area, and that is uh, Medici, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And this is more in maybe Sherman Oaks, I would say, rather than Studio City. Um, it's definitely on the tail end of Ventura. Um, and they also do the same kind of uh, selection of pizzas, basically. Um, and, yeah, I don't have anything else to say about them.
0: It, it's I think I would prefer Medici over, like, Roberta. Interesting.
1: Um, but the
0: thing, the, my, my one little quirk about uh, Medici is that, like, they never give the right order.
1: Yeah, like, if you like, ask for extra really prosciutto, annoying. which you paid for, they're not really going to give it to you unless you, like, double check.
0: And Yeah, so you always have to double check your mm-hmm. order. And one time we ordered, like, I know, people don't like this, but... I I put pineapple on my pizza and I ordered oh. I asked for pineapple and the the plate that they came out has one nugget of pineapple and I pay like $3 for it. They were that it.
1: offended. I by was your offended.
0: Order. I was offended. I was like like what's the point of like having um I don't even know. Like they deliver it to your table but they always get the order wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's ever a time where they didn't get the order wrong
1: in some way it's,
0: yeah so that's the only thing i don't like
1: mm-hmm.
0: otherwise the food is good
1: yep um on to our next food group uh we have uh, japanese food which is a food group in its own uh because we know many why is many, it places. in its own just because we know a lot of places that are all you're, are you, different. you're
0: being biased here
1: oh very because that's your favorite food. um one of our go-to's is called uh Shinsen Gumi yakitori and menya um there's a lot of Gummies, they generally serve ramen um but this one is special because it serves yakitori which is japanese skewers and this one is located in uh, downtown alhambra on a main and gar- garfield garfield right
0: no i don't know something
1: yeah i think it's main street and garfield <laughs> um and there's a whole parking lot in the back so uh easy to park at Uh, go in the evenings for the yakitori. Um, and what yakitori is is, uh, basically uh chicken breasts or chicken thigh on a skewer, and it's grilled over a charcoal uh grill. Uh, the traditional fancy style. Uh, but they also
0: what's so fancy about it? It's literally they import the
1: charcoal. That's how fancy it is.
0: I don't know. I I don't know why they do that. I feel like you 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 keep saying like yakitori is like fancy kebab but like there's nothing fancy about it it's just different flavor yeah i guess like like instead of i don't know mediterranean food like what what kind of seasoning do they use on kebab like just salt and pepper here maybe yakitori is like soy sauce but it's like there's no difference
1: (laughs) it tastes very different in my mind uh but Uh, case in point, uh, there's nothing special about it, so don't even bother checking it out. No,
0: do Uh. check it out, because they- I guess the the thing that's special about it is that there are certain cuts of meat that you would never imagine of eating, right? Mm-hmm. Like beef tongue, mm-hmm. or, or chicken heart, or chicken heart, or gizzard. Gizzard is a muscle that helps uh, the the chicken grind up food. Mm-hmm. Um, or intestine, or skin. Like those are the parts that maybe like you don't think about. They eating. have normal parts too, don't they? Worry. Yeah, they do. But
1: chicken heart is delicious. Like, it is so tender and so juicy. Um, definitely recommend giving it a try. Like, it's not something that you would feel like trying at most places. Yeah. But here, it's not going to look like a heart. It's going to be carved in a way that it's going to be like a little piece of meat. And you give it a try, and it's delicious.
0: Yeah. I think I think that's the that's the special thing about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, on the topic of Japanese food, uh, there are a few other places that we like to go to. Uh, There is one called Toku Unagi and Sushi, I think. Um, And this one is uh, on the, I don't know, west side. Uh, It's kind of in between Santa Monica and Hollywood. Um, I'd say that's still kind of West Hollywood area, uh, but maybe not entirely. Um, And they serve unagi bowls. Um, and you might have gone an unagi bowl at a very various, various different Japanese restaurants before.
0: And unagi is just eel.
1: Yeah, it's just eel. Um, but this is the traditional way of making unagi bowls, uh, which means that it wasn't delivered frozen to the restaurant, um, and it was prepared fresh, yeah. uh, which most places don't offer.
0: And the traditional unagi bowl, it's it's in a square or usually a circle lacquer box box mm-hmm. with rice on underneath and then you have grilled um eel on top yep and the eel is usually like based in like a sweet soy sauce thing mm-hmm. and then sometime on the side they have a little broth or a little soup for you mm-hmm. with little like pickle garnishes on the side and that's like the traditional eel bowl mm-hmm
1: and this is the only one that tastes like the traditional bowl you would get in Japan, which is quite popular over there, just not at all popular over here.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So yeah, definitely give it a try. Um. They, other, they
0: also have other food. Oh, too. they have
1: plenty of other food too. Yeah. Um. They have Kobe beef. They have f- fancy sushi. Um. So definitely, uh, you, any everyone that likes Japanese food will be happy there. Let's put it that way.
0: Their sushi is pretty good. Hmm. Pretty high end.
1: Yeah. Uh. As far as. Other like regular, or I wouldn't say regular, but more of a uh you can get a variety of different dishes kind of Japanese place. There is sodegashi like
0: home cook. Oh no, sodegashi. Yes, not home cook. Not home cook. <laughs> it's still very high end sushi. Yeah, fine dining. Yeah, fine dining. Yeah.
1: Um, and they have uh these like there's a variety of delicious uh Japanese meals over there, um, namely like the broiled fish. Um, they have a few of those and then they have a bunch of appetizers and our favorite appetizer are the egg shumai yeah so describe these for
0: us so so you probably know shumai from dim sum chinese dim sum which is like you have this i i think they're wheat wrapper and it's yellow and open on the top open on the top and there's some sort of like ground beef uh ground pork in the middle and Mm -hmm. then they normally wrapped it in the shape of sort of like a a little bag. A little volcano mm-hmm. shape. Like a cylinder a cylinder shape kind of thing. And that is like the typical sh- uh, shumai. But here at this place, it's exceptionally good because it's not that. <laughs> okay. It, the inside, it's made from some sort of like ground shrimp paste. Mm -hmm. where it's rolled up into a ball it's very moist very flavorful very umami yeah so i'm wondering it's probably like mixed in with some sort of like like chicken broth or some sort because it tastes like that Mm -hmm. and then on the outside instead of like this wheat wrapper Mm -hmm. they 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 have an omelet where i don't think that omelet is um is seasoned so just plain omelet but it's very thin and and they chopped it up into like little shredded bits strips strips and bits and then they roll the shumai uh shrimp paste in it and then they bake it or steam it however they do it but when it comes out it's so juicy and flavorful it tastes nothing like shumai from like (laughs) the dim sum and this is my favorite uh shumai Mm -hmm. it's from a japanese place yep and this fusion sometimes it's good yeah but not all the time <laughs> this is the one place that has really good shoe um
1: this place is on highland and santa monica and parking is limited very limited um that said uh if you don't go at the right time if you're way too they're only open for dinner um but if you go in the morning and they're not open there is a place called trejos donuts um and they have really good donuts there same and, same little court
0: yeah and it's uh it's owned by the
1: danny trejos
0: yeah which is uh, an actor
1: yeah he did a machete you mayn't have heard or you may not have heard he found success as a restaurateur uh after his acting career um and i'd say he's much better at making donuts
0: i don't know if he's the one that, that invented those donuts but the donuts were good yeah and of course you know it's not just wheat donuts. There's gluten-free donuts. There's mm-hmm. uh, vegan donuts. I think one of my favorite one was like the cappuccino. Yeah,
1: if they have one that's like cappuccino or coffee, get that one. It's really, really good. I,
0: I, they have I, candied
1: espresso beans on it, and then the rest is kind of like subtly coffee flavored. Really nice.
0: But you, you can only eat one, because after eating one, yeah, they're you pretty want filling. another one, but you're like, this is going to clog my arteries. I'm going to have a heart <laughs> attack. It's that type of donut. Mm-hmm. It's that good. But also that harmful. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and continuing our uh, th- our trend of going to Japanese places that uh, serve a little variety of stuff. There's one place that has a sign on their door that says, we do not serve sushi. Um, and this is uh, Sola Japanese cuisine, I think they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is on Ventura, more close to Encino. That's yeah, studio city or sherman oaks or any of that um so it's a bit a bit farther
0: is that still part of la is encino part of la
1: i would say so it's not encino yet but you didn't reach the thing that says welcome to encino so
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like borderline studio city sherman oaks. la county still
1: yeah <laughs> um and they serve like the the traditional like japanese bar food um
0: but also type of like, dishes
1: that we've talked about so far it's i would say like it's thing.
0: also home-cooked food as well yeah
1: definitely has that home-cooked flavor vibe to it. yeah um we discovered this place and we quickly discovered they also have beef tongue which is like one of the reasons why we decided to try it um uh, because beef tongue is really really good um but we they go
0: we go anywhere that has beef tongue
1: yeah there's very few places nowadays um and uh yeah, I forget what we usually order. We usually order a variety we, of stuff. We've been,
0: every time we go, we've been doing something different just because we want to taste their menu. Mm-hmm. And so far, everything that we've ordered have been pretty good. Yeah. There hasn't been any one item that it's like, eh, maybe we'll, not eh, maybe there is, but yeah. The majority of the food is very, really good. And the, the, the owner is really nice.
1: Mm-hmm. And you get to watch sumo most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. They have sumo on the TV. Uh, So that's always fun. Um, And then, uh, if you are still in uh, Studio City area, there's a place called Daichan, which I think is the place you were thinking of when I originally started down this escapade. Um, And they have uh, what you would think of as home-cooked Japanese meals. Literally,
0: your grandma would be cooking it. Yeah. That, That type of Japanese. So Sola is the same, but I think Sola is a little bit higher in the higher note i would
1: say it's it's still on the izakaya kind of uh end of i'm things. talking
0: about flavor profile wise like sola is still a little bit better than daichan
1: oh yeah it's i'd say it's much better
0: yeah but it's the same type of food though it's mm-hmm. like home cook style type of food
1: yeah, you'll get a, you can get a Japanese curry, for instance. Or, yeah. Um, or you can
0: get noodles, you can get mm-hmm. udon, like soup or soba, like, mm-hmm. fish. You know, yeah, like grilled fish, rice, things like that. No sushi. They oh, have they, a they, sign. They, they have rolls. No,
1: oh, At yeah, daiton Dai-chan, Daichan has sushi. Sola rolls. doesn't have sushi. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Daichan is where you would go if you wanted a, a traditional, like, I'm... I'm in Japan and this is my Japanese family that's giving me food. Kind yeah. of place.
0: The the parking is a bit tricky for Daichan. So they have a uh, a little tiny lot in front. Don't trust them. Uh and but it's only valet. So what we would normally do is right across the street there is a Michaels there
1: mm-hmm. with underground free parking. With
0: underground free parking. So we'd par- usually park there and then just walk across the street to Daichan and then Yeah. yeah.
1: No one complains.
0: no one will know
1: um and then I guess uh finishing up our Japanese food uh extravaganza uh is sushi um so there's I would say two sushi restaurants which we frequent lately um one of them is in that same sportsman's lodge that we mentioned previously and it's called sugarfish sugar um and sugarfish is pretty good if you've never had like high-end sushi, I would say. That said, it's very limited in terms of like their selection. Like you're not going to be able to order the crazier cuts that you might already be used to for instance. Um and everything is kind of over ponzu flavored. <laughs> if yeah. You ask me?
0: Everything is overly sauced. Yeah. So, it's a bit it's like they want to play off high end, but then it's like they're being lazy about a lot of certain things. Mm-hmm. The The one thing that bothers me the most is their, their fish cut, the fish is really good, mm-hmm. but then the rice is overly seasoned in ponzu sauce, which then takes away from the fish often.
1: Mm-hmm. And the rice. And like, the I don't rice. want to taste ponzu rice, I want yeah. to taste sushi rice.
0: And every. That every sushi that they bring out, it's like ninety percent of it is in this ponzu sauce, which often you don't want that, mm-hmm. you know. So that's that's one thing. And that's then, also
1: through our lens of having gone many many times. The first time you go, you'll probably be impressed. Yeah, like I'll, let's put it that way.
0: Another thing that really bothers me about this place is the um, the fact that they um they they're edamame it's part of like their their little like course that they have mm-hmm. it's always cold it's always wet <laughs> and i don't like the fact that like they pre they pre-prepped all of the uh wasabi and all of the ginger the and ginger and stuff like they they pre-portion it all in little serving plates. all in the
1: name of efficiency
0: and all oh, right but then like it doesn't look appetizing because when they bring it out like you can tell that This came from a tray that was underneath another tray, and everything just gets squished. It just doesn't look good, that's all. Mm -hmm. But one thing about this place is you get really good fish, and it's really cheap.
1: Yeah, it's definitely affordable. So if you've never had proper sushi, um, or what you feel has been proper sushi, this is the place to start it off, I would say yeah um, that's at our next sushi place
0: this place is actually uh their 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 menu is very limited but they have this thing where it's called a trust me or it's a makase mm-hmm. meaning you put your trust into the chef's hand meaning they will the menu
1: item is literally trust me
0: yeah they will pretty much serve you what they think is best but of course in this case it's, at, a, set menu. Sugarfish, it's a set menu you know what you're getting mm-hmm. that's all
1: yep Um, Our next place, uh, you don't know what you're getting, Um, and I cannot say that in a better way because uh, if Sugarfish was premium sushi, this is like sushi for royalty.
0: This is like, (laughs) yes,
1: Um, the
0: Nobel Prize of sushi. It
1: is much more expensive, uh, significantly more expensive than most, any sushi place you've probably been to. Um, or would want to go or would want to go it's like
0: once in a lifetime thing Uh, maybe
1: but it is definitely delicious and definitely worth it and definitely something that everyone should try at least once i would say get ruined um a little bit don't
0: don't go as a family because it's very expensive the the price range is between 100 to 150 per person Mm -hmm. and this is like the minimum Depending And a lot of the fish that they serve you, since you're doing a, like, a, a trust me, you can order a la carte, but normally you want to do the full experience. So mm-hmm. you want to do the trust me or the omakase set. Mm -hmm. and normally you you start off at like they give you a range between like 100 to 150 per person but of course a lot of the fish that they serve you it's also depending on market price yeah and the season that you go right yeah so
1: there's no price so it's
0: never (laughs) you get
1: told the price afterwards
0: so it's never really within that range it tends to often exceed that range, mm-hmm. and so if you grow if you go as like two people already you're looking at like over three hundred dollars, mm-hmm. including tip so if you plan on going as like a group of people, make sure the people you bring really appreciate sushi and will really appreciate you because. <laughs> If you're bringing people, you're paying, (laughs) and and that's the, that's the, that's like a a whole month worth of paycheck for a lot of people. Yeah. So.
1: So, uh, yeah, definitely save up for this one, but it's definitely worth it. It will probably be better than most sushi you'll have even if you weren't in Japan. Yeah. Um, so, uh, definitely, uh, definitely worth it.
0: And also, like, uh, Sasabune is the place that I- was able to eat everything sushi. For the first wise, time. For the first time. Because up until that point I only ate specific things. And there were like I only ate um like otoro or chutoro, which is like uh
1: the fatty the tuna fatty cuts
0: tuna cuts. Those that's the only thing I eat. And then everything else I eat would be cooked. Mm-hmm. Right? And not really sushi, but just like rolls. Mm-hmm. So when we used to live near there and we heard of this place. And I, Dimitri really wanted to try. And I never eat sushi other than the two things that I listed. I decided I'm going to eat everything that they serve me today. And of course, we don't know what they're going to serve us. Mm-hmm. So You have to trust me. So <laughs> trust <them>. I, <laughs> I decided to like take a chance that night. And boy, everything they brought out, I fell in love with. And that was the first time that I was like, blown away by really good fish
1: mm-hmm. do note that if you get stuffed you can always tap out oh yeah um like they're not forcing you the whole the whole course like they would rather you be happy than otherwise so just like respectfully say like i am stuffed is there uh anything else coming and then they can they can uh, help you out there
0: you can always order uh your set with less rice as well mm-hmm. they will go easy on the rice for you. yeah yeah
1: um and over there like you don't need to think about soy sauce or anything everything comes perfectly seasoned just the way that you're meant to to enjoy it it, yeah Um,
0: so they will not even give you soy sauce until the very end for your crab roll which is the 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 dessert I would i would call the crab roll the crab hand roll as a dessert which means this is the end of your meal mm-hmm. but other than that everything comes pre seasoned they will tell you this is already seasoned don't add anything mm-hmm. so you can experience it in the true form that they want you to experience it in yeah which is phenomenal
1: definitely definitely worth it um okay we covered we covered the japanese food and the sushi what else is there
0: i mean these are the things that we often go to mm-hmm. um in terms of Vietnamese food, I mean, I'm Vietnamese, and there's not really that many good Vietnamese restaurants in L.A., so I, yeah, I have none to recommend. Though, Vietnamese food, in, if you leave L.A. and go to Orange County, there's a lot of, you know, Vietnamese food there. Maybe we'll do an episode on that in the future, mm-hmm. but that's because mainly I don't remember most of them. I just know the place that I go to. okay. But uh, I think that pretty much covers pretty much everything that we tend to eat.
1: Well, no, we we checked off Vietnamese food. There's none, Um, but we can skip right over to Italian food because we know two Italian places. Oh my!
0: I totally forgot.
1: Back to the Sportsman's Lodge, um, because there's lots of restaurants there. Oh
0: yeah, because they recently
1: added restaurants.
0: Added restaurants and Uh, lots of good restaurants. There's
1: a place called Uovo, uh, U O V O. Um, which
0: means egg in italian right
1: yep um and they do not serve eggs but they serve pasta uh, which they fly in from italy every day that they care to tell you on their menu yeah
0: on, on the back of the menu they're like oh our pasta is it's fresh pasta it's not frozen or dry pasta mm. it's fresh pasta so then like delicious but like and
1: conveniently the aging time is how long it takes to fly from yeah. italy to la
0: so they make a point of like they fly in their eggs or is it their pasta their pasta their pasta and it's made from eggs directly from italy and i'm just like and the
1: rest from italy too fly just, it in
0: yeah but i'm just like like, every day you have to fly in stuff. Like, that can't be it, man.
1: I mean, sushi restaurants do that for their fish. It's not that out of the ordinary.
0: I guess, but I don't know.
1: Um, Any case, uh, they have a nice menu of, like, I would say 18 different pasta dishes. Yeah. Um Definitely tr- try a bunch. The cool thing about this place is if you go two people, at the top of their menu, they have three...
0: They have a tasting, tasting menu. Tasting menus. Three options. Um,
1: and they say like it's this amount per person it's kind of misleading it's double that price for two people um but you get three different pasta dishes um that are listed in the tasting menu to get an idea of what they serve and you get an appetizer that's like listed there Uh, my favorite appetizer uh which lynn won't touch with a 10 foot pole uh is batuta di carne uh which is uh uh raw meat yeah beef tartare um and it i think is really really good um it's surprising uh how good it is in fact um because every time i think a bite i think this is gonna weird me out in some weird way uh but i have yet to be weirded out because i like the flavor i also like very rare I meat think so that's probably helping yeah, there
0: it's straight up raw meat
1: yeah it's not cooked at all
0: it's not but it's not ground meat it's, it is
1: not it's very lean
0: but but it's like they chopped it up or they mince it so that it's like as if it's ground meat, but it's not ground meat at mm-hmm. all. And I think what bothers me about it is that it's sweet. Mm-hmm. It has like a really sweet flavor, and I'm Touch like, the meat. but I'm like, yeah, I'm eating meat. I'm expecting <laughs> it to be like fatty and like salty and well savory. it is salty
1: from the parmesan cheese that they put on yeah it.
0: but but when you eat it it's like sweet and that mm. is that's what grossed me out not the fact that i'm eating raw meat but it's a flavor that mm. grows me out
1: yeah it's definitely something unique to try um but i really enjoy it uh and then yeah their pasta dishes are pretty darn good and they also have a tiramisu at the end which yeah. uh fair warning at the bottom of it is espresso push your spoon to let that espresso rise up a little so you can enjoy it with the tiramisu and not just get a an espresso shot at the very very end
0: well let's uh, like let's go back to the pasta a little bit like their pasta is really good like if you i would say it's very uh high like gourmet style of pasta in a way where like there's not a lot a lot there's not a lot of things in that dish or in any of the dishes to distract you from eating pasta right often when you go to like a, a normal restaurant or whatever pasta is like drowned in sauce or it's like so much you know meat or whatever like there's a lot going on in a plate where you feel like you're stuffed at the end versus the pasta here no matter what dish you get it's like the main highlight, it's always the pasta itself. It's always fresh pasta. Very light dressing if there is a dressing. Very light sauce if there is a sauce. Just enough to get by. But the pasta, I think... Is the star of the show. It's the star of the show. I think they're really trying to essentially, like, this is fresh pasta. It's cooked very well. Where it's like chewy, but it's like not, it's like slightly over al dente a little bit. So mm-hmm. the pasta is still very firm, but very chewy and very flavorful. And like I said, like there's not a lot of sauce usually in it. And I think that's really nice because in the end, like you want more, but you're still satisfied. You're not stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's what I really love about this pasta place. Yep. Yeah.
1: Um, and then our, our other Italian place, uh, which we like to go to is called Spumoni. Spumoni. And this, is, this is where I, I poured heartfelt words out to Lynn when I asked her to marry me. Um, but, uh, the neat thing about this place is, one, they have a lot of pasta dishes like gnocchi and, um, other things. This
0: place though is the opposite of oval.
1: Yeah. Uh, you're going to get a nice portion of sauce. A your, nice portion of sauce, but it's
0: like very like rich sauce. Mm-hmm. So you are stuff at the end if you ever even make it through the Yeah, we life. never
1: go home without leftovers. Yeah. um, And uh, yeah, uh, this place, uh, if you go there, you're going to immediately be welcomed as if you were an old friend that uh, like you haven't seen the owner in yeah. 50 years and he's very happy to see you. Um, and it just like makes you happy.
0: It's actually right across the street from Medici. It is. Yeah, it's in that same. Uh,
1: There's parking in the back alley. Yeah. Um and uh yeah uh what what is uh, what are the the favorite things that we usually get?
0: Oh, we usually get cozze vongole, which is clams and mussel cooked in a tomato sauce. So good. So good, and then of course they always serve you uh, focaccia for focaccia bread mm-hmm. is that what it's called i love this bread because to me it sounds like forgot you as in like forgotten bread <laughs> and i just love the name that's french of
1: toast it. Oh. <laughs> you lost the bread
0: but but focaccia bread I, it's really nice they give you and like,
1: it goes so good with that tomato sauce. with that
0: tomato sauce because mm. oft-
1: oftentimes they come like when we're done with it they come to take the sauce away, and we're like no we're still going yeah <laughs> we're enjoying this so
0: um, their pasta is really good. They used to have pizza, but they took that off the menu mm-hmm. since COVID. Um, yeah, we, like
1: I always really like place, getting their gnocchi bocaccio.
0: This place you can go as a family because mm-hmm. the plates are big. You can definitely you definitely want you to share. share because it's very rich. Mm-hmm. And at the end, they always give complimentary uh, tiramisu. tiramisu, which is a really nice gesture because one it doesn't cost anything and it's
1: really light you think you're too stuffed for tiramisu but it's the perfect thing to end And they make it
0: themselves so Mm -hmm. it it doesn't cost anything but it's a little nice gesture at the end that makes you happy afterwards and the owner is very nice Mm
1: -hmm. and you might go home taking your pasta home with you and be disappointed by the fact that uh your pasta that had a nice creamy sauce is kind of like falling apart especially after you put it in the microwave or something to, like, rewarm. Yeah. Um, here's a secret pro tip. Have some heavy cream on hand um, and put the pasta in a little saucepan uh, with whatever uh, sauce that, like, is left over in there. Uh, start warming it up and put a little bit of heavy cream, and that's going to rebind the sauce, which would have started separating um, into a, a nice sauce oh, once again. Yeah. Um, so that's the secret to rewarming uh italian food with cream yeah. uh use cream to rewarm it
0: heavy cream if you like like extra cheese add parmesan cheese mm-hmm. and a, a little, little bit, bit of, of butter. butter yeah but that's how you fix a uh, a broken cream sauce yeah yeah
1: and that's how you enjoy it the next thing
0: yep i think i think this episode's going on way too long so we're probably gonna end it here
1: i think so too <laughs> we have more places but we can't share them uh, so. because the episode's too long yeah not at all because we can't think of more.
0: <laughs> no it, it, we should end it here um so happy holidays uh if you are coming into town like check out these places um yeah
1: don't tell them we sent you they don't know who we are
0: <laughs> <laughs> though we go to a lot of these places they do recognize us it's just like i don't think they know what our, our names are no of course we're still strangers to them but they do know us mm-hmm. a lot of these places so it was so funny. Here's a funny story, uh, and then we'll end it there. Uh, Sasebune, we go quite often, which is a very high end, the Nobel Prize uh, Sushi. sushi. <laughs> um, Nobel Prize. Nobel like, Prize level of sushi, I would say. And we go there quite often, and um, it was funny because we were there last week, and then we were there the week before as well.
1: We get cravings, it's and once the craving's sit we go.
0: Life sometimes is stressful, so we we treat ourselves to good sushi, so then like we can continue living our stressful lives, right? <laughs> but it's a while mechanism. we were there, they they recognize us by now because they know us by mm. now. We don't, they don't know our names, but they do know us right now. And so it was funny because since we were going two weeks in a row um, last week, we were there, and then they were telling us how they're going to close for the holiday, and, but then they're still going to open this week, and they asked, Are you guys coming back next week? <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when the server asks you, You're coming back next week, that means you're, go- you're going to that place too many times, you know, <laughs> to the point where they, they kind of know your pattern.
1: But it's a faux pas. You should never ask because now we're going to mess with them by not going for like a few weeks. And that server is going to start sweating bullets like, what happened to our, uh, our favorite customer?
0: So, yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. Bye.